record myself uh, do when, when I did meetings when I was doing teaching. Mm-hmm. And it was always so funny because you could just tell, like, it's funny to watch people, like, a look of panic come on their face when they hear that it's being recorded. And it's like, yeah. it's just because it's like, what do you think's going to happen? In this yeah, you're, you're not doing anything differently. It's just now being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Behave. I wonder if people thought if they were always being recorded, if less bad things would happen. Well, that's a, that's the whole argument, right? Is that like, you know, with all this new like surveillance technology, you know, I feel like I, I think logically I think about it and I say, no, that's not right. You know, we can't, you can't survey the whole world. You can't, mm-hmm. you know, cause then that's infringement. But there's a part, there's like a tiny Republican Orange County part of me that's just like, well, if you have nothing to hide, then why do you give a shit? You know? Yeah, yeah. So I agree. Well, that's, um, I mean, real quick, the, in, uh, when I went to Australia, all of their stuff is monitored by cameras on the yeah. highways. So they don't really have police people going around. It's it pretty much if they catch you speeding on a camera or like through radar, you get a ticket and people are so well behaved in traffic. Then like this works. Like, obviously this is working. Yeah. So it's very different. Oh, that's funny. That just shows you how screwed up America is because we did that. We put that at stoplights or mm-hmm. stop, stop signs or traffic lights. Sorry, traffic yeah. lights, which is the worst plan. And then we just <laughs> caused like so many more accidents. So yeah. it's like you take a great idea and you Americanize it and make it the worst <laughs> idea possible. Yeah. How can we take this great idea and make it worse? And yeah. then we'll do that. The American way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I just, oh. Oh, is it just boy. you or no Maria? No, Maria. Maria's sick. Oh, no. Maria okay. Sick. So, you know what? Let's get started. All right. So we're going to be doing, um, it's going to be, unfortunately, I'll see if you, you can come back for the Lorena Bobbitt one, mm-hmm. but um, we're going to be doing some smaller stories of women who've cut off or maims a man's penis. Okay. I didn't realize that there was more than one. I knew Lorena Bobbitt. There's didn't know so it was such many. a yeah didn't know it was such a on trend trend alert i will be honest uh, or not honest i don't know why i have to i'll i'll be honest about this uh, <laughs> it's just a tidbit so um growing up in like the early 2000s there was i i listened to a lot of radio because i was a cool kid mm-hmm. and there was a radio personality on kfi which is a uh like a news a- am show are you going to talk about Laura Schlesinger? No, God. Oh, okay. Wouldn't that be hilarious if I was like, I am a dar- diehard Schlesinger? I was like, I would not have seen that coming. I'm a okay. Schlesinger hoe. Uh, <laughs> although I did, my mom and I did listen to her a lot. But we, oh, yeah. we, we listened to her in the way that like you listened to, uh, oh God, what was his name? He was the guy who like always talked about how you have to have like a stable of women. And oh, he, this is on KFI also? He was on KFI, but when he was on KFI, he had a completely different show. And then when he went to a different network, he became like this, I think I want to say like Tim Todd Dykus or something. I can't think of his name. Somebody's going to say the name. I don't know if I'm going to put this out there, but somebody, if you know the name, but he, so his whole thing was that you should not be married. Like men should just not be married. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you want to have kids, basically, that was okay. his whole thing. Sure. But if you uh, if you just want to be, you know, you, you should just date, like just date women, because women just, you know, they always try and trap men and blah, yada yada. So you'd have these men call and be like, "My wife is amazing, and you're wrong." And then mm-hmm. he'd be like, "Well, do you do things that you don't want to do? Like, do you have to go shopping with her?" And he, they'd be like, "Well, sometimes you're like, ah, see." And so like he would like. But, like, it was just such a stupid conversation. Yeah. And that was Laura Schlesinger to almost, like, the opposite was, like, you, you knew what her you knew what her opinions were. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have these women call up and say, I'm living in a house with my boyfriend and my ex-boyfriend. What do I do? And it'd be like, what do you think she's going to say? <laughs> yeah. A lot of people call in, I think, to those advice shows or they want advice. They just want to hear that they're right or something. Like they want to they want to be justified in their things. But it's like, yes. Laura, slush singer, Dr. Laura, pardon me, was so, wow. she almost hated women. Like she, she never wanted the women to, she wanted like a traditional role for women. I was like, we got to get out of this. Yes. Like 1950s well, housewife. She was basically like the Hitler of women, you know, where <laughs> she, no, it, where she, she didn't even fit into the mold that she set for herself. Right. Uh-huh. 
And she, she, but she wanted other women to be that because she said that it was like statistic, statistically proven that that was the best way for, you know, like if a man cheats on a wife, it's like, well, what did you do to make your husband cheat sort of thing? And yeah. Victim blame. Yeah. And then, and then also you, you know, you stay married for the sake of the children, all that stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was just like, so it was just like fodder to listen to. Right. So KFI was mostly that. And then there was uh like a, a ray of sunshine. So there are two two people. I forgot Phil Henry was one of them. He did voices. I, I like Phil Henry. He was out of control. He was great. And then the second one was this was this uh comedian voice personality, April Winchell. And she used to have her stuff on you you listened to her. Uh, my dad was a big KFI, like that's all he listened to. So I know these names. I know I I've heard them, but I couldn't, I don't know her identifier. This is so many years ago. Well, so her big thing was, so she's a a pretty well-renowned voice, uh, voice artist. Okay. Like she's done a lot of like the major voice things. And she also was a a pretty big, uh, marketing person. She created the cow marketing campaign for like the, I think it was like a cheese or a milk or something. And like those cows, like, you know, mooing in pastures and stuff and talking like that was her whole thing. And she won like awards for that, but she also was her, her father was Paul Winchell and he was a celebrity in his time in like the Lucy Lucille ball era where he had a children's show called Winchell Mahoney time, which had like, he was a ventriloquist and he did puppets and stuff. And he also randomly, invented like a heart valve for heart transplants like he was like a, wow. a jack of all trades sort of thing he was a uh-huh. it, she would tell like these horror stories because he was just like a very disturbed man but he was like a, a talented person so, so she grew up in that in that environment and she, she her she lost her virginity to kevin spacey so she good for her that. wow yeah. What, yeah. A, what a badge of honor i know right so she talks about i think it was pretty sure it was kevin spacey so she's so in my opinion, she's sort of like the podcast before podcasts existed. Right. Because she would go on her. She first started doing the show with her gay best friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, she then she kind of did her own thing. But then then what ended up happening was 9-11, which, you know, 9-11 ruined so many things. And <laughs> her show most important, like at top of mind. Yeah. 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 Every single time I think about her show, I go, damn you, 9-11. <laughs> But most important thing, yeah. KFI then became, I mean, it was pretty much a very Republican-y kind of network, but it, mm-hmm. it became very war-oriented. And then it was like, how many generals can we give a radio show to? You know, and right. so then that became like a thing. So then she kind of got relegated to like the weekends or like late night. And then it was like, she had two shows and then she had one show and then she had one show like a month. And then and then eventually they just kind of canceled her show. Okay. I, I was thinking this might be going in the direction of she, and then she chopped off a man's penis. <laughs> she chopped off, yeah. Oh. oh, I'm not that kind of storyteller. I don't button it. <laughs> like, There's no relevance to the no. original topic. If you're, if you're ever like, she's going to connect it. No, it's never going to happen. Yeah. the um, I guess that's when I, I mean, that would have made sense for my high school trajectory because my dad would drop my sister and I off in the mornings and KFI was playing. And I think that was, there was three, was Kevin and Bean, are they, were they KFI? They were K-Rock. K-Rock, okay. I think they started at another network, if I'm not mistaken, but they, uh-huh. they, uh, they just ended a little bit ago. So they, yeah, they just, uh, I think right when the pandemic happened, they mm-hmm. like, and what really sucked was K-Rock had got new management and they fired excuse me, they fired everyone associated with, with Kevin and Bean, like mm-hmm. producers, people who worked on, you know, which kind of sucks. Cause it's like you have a radio gig and then you get, but yeah, I interned for Kevin and Bean. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I it remember was, you working yeah. at a radio station. I didn't know that was at K rock. Yeah. That was at K rock. I mean, okay. I was just a weird, <laughs> I was just a weird person with like a lot of anxieties and weirdness and i just didn't know and also it's like ungodly early in the morning you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah and so i just like i just could tell early on that i just wasn't the fit for that team you know i was hoping that maybe it would turn into something else but i just could tell that they were just like we're just gonna be nice to her until we can say goodbye you know yeah which you know it is what it is but yeah i definitely like there was a moment where 
they were like, oh, could you come in like extra days to help us out? And I was like, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I'm just an intern. I don't want to do that. Like I can clearly tell that this is going. This isn't going anywhere. Although I did get a job at the pr- promotions department. That's what so, I'm remembering. I remember yeah. you working promotions for a radio station. Which now I'm thinking we need to make it a segment on um, the T that we talk about old jobs because I think between you, me, and Joe, we've had so many weird, not weird jobs, but just so many such a scale. A, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Uh, an arc of a our layer. life of where yeah oh, like yeah. I don't even know how we all ended up where we ended up but it just we all have such d- interesting pasts to exactly. how we got here yeah well okay so I should probably we've started technically started I mean I don't okay. know how much I'm going to put in here but we've technically started talking but this I meeting should... is being recorded <laughs> recorded <laughs> uh I uh so I thank you so much for listening to the bloody <laughs> podcast I want I tell Joe to just listen to this part and see how much he'll, he's just going to be like, oh, for God's sakes. Um, thank you so much for listening to the Bloody Podcast. I'm Lori Roggenkamp. Uh, so you've noticed that already we're off the rails, and that's because Maria is not here, mm-hmm. and neither is Cash. Unfortunately, they're both not feeling very well. Um, so if you uh, if you want to reach out to them and say, hey, feel better, or you know, uh, maybe hire... <laughs> somebody to to tell Lori to shut up for five seconds uh, i totally get it um i'm joined by a very funny person he uh does a lot of podcasting with um the afterthought media which is another place i do podcasts at and um he's extremely funny and i've enjoyed we're on a couple shows together and i've enjoyed talking to him and so i'm glad that he can finally be on this show so thank you so much jay ellis for being on this show i really appreciate it Thank you for having me. It's been in the works and I'm happy that we're making it work. And yeah, exactly. So today, so Maria and I, uh, the reason why I brought up April Winchell, I remember why I brought up April Winchell. (laughs) Oh, good. Okay. So we're coming back to that. We are going to button it. We are going to button it. Is that part of her show was she would do every, she had segments, right? And every episode she would do, she did a run of segments where she would talk about like, penises being cut off or dismembered and she was like i have in every episode she had she goes these are all new like i have new cases of and it's like and she goes and i have i have things to pick from like that's what i was and that's what always fascinated me about it too right was that it's not so uh we're going to be talking today about women who've cut off or maimed a man's penis and uh just so you know i mean don't think that I'm uh, at that time in the early 2000s, April Winchell kept getting being called a sexist and, and like that she hated men. I don't hate men. <laughs> I want men to be fully intact in, and, and able, but I do find it hilarious. I feel like it's like people don't want to talk about it so much, but there are so many stories out there of not only women doing it, but men cutting off their own genitals. And it's just like, I want to, I would love to know why, <laughs> like, why is that such a thing? If you're listening to the bloody podcast, expecting any type of sympathy for these men who I'm assuming are going to be somebody who victimized the person who it led to them being dismembered. Yes. You're well, in the wrong place. Like yeah. this is, we are, these guys probably deserved it. I'm going to say that. I don't know their stories. Like I said, I've only known one very famous, the Lorena Bobbitt. Um, so you're going to enlighten me on, I didn't, I did not realize that April Winchell had a segment that she could just pull so many stories from. So I'm excited to hear these. She would just be like, and what's funny is she would have people call in at the end of her show. And you had so many men calling in and being like, stop talking about penises being cut (laughs) off. I'm driving. Cause you know, most people who listened were like long haul truckers. Right. So they'd be like, I'm driving a truck and I, I'm just listening to people. Penis is being cut off, and it's like I mean, it's not her fault, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's but like when a story presents itself, then you want to be a reporter. You got to report those stories. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I just, <laughs> I just thought it was crazy. All Can right. Can I ask, how did you curate this list? Was it readily available, and what did you Google? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I just Googled women, woman cut off penis, and then. Some of them I saw were different and I'll, I'll explain when we get to it, but some of, uh, some of them I put like wife cuts off penis just to see if there's a difference between verbiage. 
because sometimes like one of the interesting things I find um, with Google is like if I were to say like female like female commits crime or something like that a lot of times what I get back is crimes that have been committed against women you know and I'm just like ugh, I get it <laughs> I want a woman who's committed a crime mm-hmm. and so I have to like rephrase a lot of times in a in a specific way to get um to get like females who've committed crimes I you, mean that's you know that's too inside baseball but yeah you, that's what I did you may have already talked about this or you may know this statistic or fact but I did um my degrees in psychology and I did forensic psychology and oh, they really? said yeah they said that when women commit crime, they almost always include their um, job title because it they're trying to vilify not only the woman, but the job and make it seem so that, that like crazy chef woman goes like bonkers. And with men, it's just like uh, man 42, m- you know, mows down bank teller, you know, like whatever they don't they never include what his his job or service was to the industry that he was in. But yeah. they're they're looking to more vilify women with their job titles as well. Yeah. Little well, fact. The, that is interesting. I didn't think about it that way. That makes a lot of sense. I um, I mean, look, I pulled some of these stories. I think I'm going to do a, a another Patreon episode where it's just more stories of women who've cut off men's penises. Yeah. But, Why stop um, here? <laughs> Got to yeah. keep make a full let's, series you out know of what? it. Let's just let's branch off. Let's just do a full <laughs> series. Yeah. But no, I, I would say that, well, uh, I mean, Maria might, pr- could probably say this way better. No, I not, not could. Will uh, would have said this way better than me. But one of the main things is we were listening to a lot of podcasts about crime and we were noticing that not a lot of females were mentioned in the crimes. And when they were mentioned, it would be like, you know, a woman stabbed a man and, you know, could you believe that a woman would do that? And it's like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've just never had that attitude of like, women can't commit crimes. It's like, you put any, in my opinion, this is my view on world, on the world. You take any group of people, I don't, whatever, race, ethnicity, gender, uh, sexual orientation, whatever. And there are going to, I think there are the same amount of people are going to be assholes as the same amount of people are going to be good people, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same amount of people, not assholes, but like same amount of people are going to be terrible murderers, the same amount of people that that's not the difference. The difference is like, you know, do they, are they deemed, you know, violent in society? Are they, do, what kind of uh, benefits do they get because of the color of their skin or because of their gender or sex or whatever, you know, that's not the stuff that, you know, really matters. It's, it's the, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyways. I, I hear what you're saying. And I think that when they're making those headlines, like, can you believe a woman did this? Because I think the overlying sentiment is we've trained women not to, to outlash their feelings like this. They're supposed to be so like put together and um, yeah. not, not be angry and they should be so happy with the opportunities that we've given. And so I think they're, they're trying to poke the bear and be like, look, women shouldn't be doing this, but Hey, everybody has a breaking point. Yeah. And also it's like a lot of times people get so upset when women commit crimes against children, which I mean, it's like anytime somebody commits a crime against a child is terrible. You know, it's just like women are, have I, in my opinion, women have no better, no better uh, instincts towards taking care of a child than men do. Mm-hmm. It's just that for some reason in society, we've deemed women as like the caretaker. And so to, you know, so now when a woman, it's like, how could she go against her natural, you know, caretaker attitude? It's like, she's, you know, a sociopath. That's why, <laughs> like, you know, clearly. I, I have had a lot of friends, a lot of uh, female friends who in the past year have had children. And they said that there is a maternal instinct that just as soon as a baby comes out of their body, it just clicks. Something clicks where they're like maternal, like it comes from nowhere. And I'm all, maybe there is something to that biology. Like there's just a protectiveness, but yeah. I do agree that there is a nature nurture. A man should, or, you know, a woman and a man should equally be able to care for an infant. Depending. Well, I agree with you. I think, but I think that's because women have a more of a connection, you know, they, they feel it coming out of the body. 
where I've, I've had male friends who say like the second they get, they get eyes on that kid, they feel, they feel it, you know, <laughs> it's <laughs> like, and, but so I'm sure if a man could give birth, if he felt it coming out, he would go, okay, this is, yeah. you know, uh, and I've also had male and female friends say like, it took a couple of days, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, it took a couple of days for me to be like, yeah, that's my kid. Yeah. Didn't quite <laughs> click in the first 48 hours, yeah, but after exactly. a while. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, thank you so much. This is going to be interesting. So let's, okay. So the first one I, I picked out, cause I feel like it's the craziest. Cause I feel like both, in my opinion, both people are at fault. Okay. okay. Both, everyone in this, everyone in this story is, is dumb. So 39 okay. year old Neri Carvajal Gonzalez was sentenced to 40 months in prison after pleading guilty to her part in two bots surgeries. Court records show the victim, a man in his fifties, a hairstylist initially went to Gonzalez for facials, but eventually agreed to, to illegal cosmetic surgeries. She gave the man cosmetic facials and injected filler into his buttocks to enhance the shape. Okay. The victim paid Carvales, Car, Car, sorry, Carvajal Gonzalez $2,500 for the butt injections, though investigators said there was a hole in his buttocks that fluid was leaking from. He decided to go forward with the penis enlargement surgery anyway. <laughs> So smart move right off the bat. So you, he goes to this woman, right? He gets uh, facials, right? Uh-huh. And she's like, hey, you know what I could do? I could help your butt look better. Right. And he's like, sure. So she gets this. He, he pays her. He gets a butt lift and it's a botched butt lift surgery. Shocker. Yeah. And there's fluid leaking out of his the top of his butt, <laughs> you know? And he's like, you know what I really want you to tackle next? My penis. <laughs> We're going so great in the back. Let's move yeah. it to the front. Let's yeah. see what happens there. Let's keep this party going. And it sounds like it was, it's, did you say off market? This is not by yes. the book. Okay. No. So no, no, things, no, things should not be going into these areas that are not, I don't know, like FDA approved. Yeah. I don't know if this should be happening in the first place. I don't think you should any sensitive area. You should never go to a back alley Yeah. <laughs> to do it. Like, there should never be like a, a, a just pay me under the table for like a vagi- vaginal mesh surgery. You know, yeah. like you should, you should penis, anything that has to do with any of the sense, like surgery in general. I feel yeah. like there should be like no side hustle. You <laughs> yeah. Know? If there is a time to splurge, now is the time. Like yeah. go, go all out with the price. Exactly. It's those areas. Right. Especially I feel like. I don't know for women too, like the vagina, but also men, like that's a pretty important area. You would, you would think you would treat that like, you know, everything else can go to shit, but I'm taking care of my penis. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what's shocking is that he's seeing what's happening in live time with his, with his, I guess the back, the butt, what, I don't know what would motivate him to go anywhere else for her with her. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. That's it, it. I mean, she just must be an amazing salesperson. You know? Yeah, maybe she can sell, you know, anything. So yeah, that all must right. Be like that must be like the way that she sell. She tells people how good of a salesperson she is. She's like, <laughs> you want to know how good of a salesperson I am? I did a botched butt lift, and I still got the guy to let me do an illegal penis enlargement. Yeah, his ass was literally leaking on my table, and he asked me to inject his penis. Still, I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah that's just uh, how good I am. Yeah. Oh, so is that the, that's it? She, so no. she, oh, okay. All right. So in early 2014, authorities say Gonzalez performed the penis enhancement on the man at a Halea warehouse. I don't think you should go anywhere, any to, to anywhere. Oh, there's police in my parking lot. <laughs> I don't think you should go to any, any warehouse for a surgery. No, never go to a second location is what yeah. I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> so Carvajal. I'm gonna, I'm butchering this name. Carvajal Gonzalez allegedly put an implant in the man's penis to make it longer and thicker, but the filler she used permanently disfigured him. Uh-huh. The procedure was not successful, and the victim told police it left him with a mutilated penis. Uh, 
I should probably have said this before, but guys, we're going to be talking about mutilated penises a lot. So <laughs> yeah, trigger if, warning. If you're like, if you have one and you don't want to learn about this, maybe, you know, skip around. <laughs> if you're a long haul trucker, like um, yes. <laughs> April Winchell's audiences, this is, I mean, what did he think was going to happen? You know, the facials might have been going great, but once the butt is leaking, I don't think you go to a second thing. And no. I don't think he has a leg to stand on to, also, to complain. Like, to be honest with you, like op- heart surgeons, right? People who perform heart surgery mm-hmm. don't like also do, you know, manicures, you know, like on the side. Like, I'm never like going to the. I'm going to go stop by the hospital, get a mani-pedi, and then they're going to do open heart surgery and put in a stent, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I, if I'm doing, if I'm getting a facial done, I mean, let's say she's a great, she's great at facials, right? Mm-hmm. She's great. And then she goes, oh, you know, I could do a butt lift. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go to somebody who's that, that's their thing. A plastic know? surgeon. That's yeah. my question. She's not a, a surgeon in any no. aspect, right? It's filler. So she's injecting. It sounds like needles are going into places and that's the, the extent of her service. Yes, exactly. Okay. It seems to me like she's just essentially injecting things. Like there's no surgical aspect to it. It's just like she shoots the butt filled with like, you know, blubber or something. Yeah, whatever. Silicone? I don't even know really what Ooh. you would be putting into. You. I don't know much about fillers, though. I don't really All right. <laughs> haven't experimented with them <laughs> yet. <laughs> uh, the man reportedly suffered extreme pain and the inability to have an erection. The victim's penis was so incredibly small, yet very swollen, and the skin around the shaft had been removed and was raw. Oh, so that's fun. I'm sorry. Can you repeat? What's that one sentence again? All right. It was so yeah. small. Yeah. How, how small that's, was it? That's, that's, <laughs> that's I right. just put that in there because I felt like that was like a reporter being a dick. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they're, take, they're taking liberties with the story. Yeah. Okay, dude. This guy's like got a mutilated <laughs> penis. You don't have to be like, and it was small. <laughs> Insult to injury. So it was incredibly small. So just imagine how small it was before the surgery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the victim's penis was so incredibly small, incredibly. yet very swollen, and the skin around the shaft had been removed and was raw. The skin around the shaft had been removed. That is unsettling to hear. Yeah. Gonzalez later reported. Oh, sorry. Let me repeat. Gonzalez later reportedly took the victim to Dr. Mark at the same warehouse in Halea, where he was told the fillers in his penis would be removed in exchange for a thousand dollars. I would just be like, no, <laughs> I yeah. paid you all so much already. Do you see my incredibly small penis that I, <laughs> that I want it fixed? And now this is where I do start to side with him. I do think that he has the right to get it fixed for free. Like there's no, yes. I don't think he should be paying out of pocket for, I mean, it is a botched well, surgery, but I don't yes. know. I mean, look, I still would say, why is he going back to them? Great you know? point. Yeah. My, <laughs> Cut my, the tie, man. Yeah. My aunt has this thing with people with like people she pays to do stuff around the house mm-hmm. where she doesn't fire anyone. She just brings them back to do it again and like fix their mistake. And yeah. she thinks that's going to help them learn. And it's uh-huh. like, no, they never learn. They always are going to do the same terrible job. It is very like uh, you wrong me and I'm going to reward you by giving you the same job and hoping for a different result. Yeah. Like, and, it, yeah. and I'm going to pay you, and, you know, <laughs> handsomely. It sounds how like, dare, how dare you? <laughs> well, what's the nerve of this woman though, to charge 1000 to get it removed? I, I guess it, it was, was it 2,500? Am I making up that number? No. I... Yeah, no. Well, so now, so she's now taken her, she's now taken him to another doctor named Dr. Mike. Uh, who I feel like if you use your first name, Dr. Mark, sorry, Dr. Mark, if you use your first name, that's, that sounds suspect. I don't like when doctors do that. Like that is a pet peeve of mine. I, I, even if your name is so complicated, your last name, I want to call you Dr. Last name. I I don't like the doctor first name. Yeah. It it creeps me out. They don't seem legit or something. Yeah. So Gonzalez later reportedly took, oh, sorry, I said that already. The alleged doctor turned out to be former plastic surgeon Mark Schreiber, who had his license revoked seven years ago. 
Schreiber, 60, had already spent two years in jail starting in 2008 after performing unlicensed plastic surgeries. This surgery of removing the filler also failed. Shocking. (laughs) After the procedure, the man removed his bandages to find that his penis had been mutilated further. Schreiber told him that the look was normal and then stopped answering the victim's calls. Okay. The well, victim, now I'm Yeah. Okay, I now I'm back on the doctor both doctors I'm, I'm saying that with air quotes side because he should have done his research that this guy had like malpractice to his name. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like so this is the last sentence. Mm-hmm. The victim says he's permanently disfigured and can't have sex. He also feels no sensation when he urinates and suffers from painful spontaneous erections. Oh, I thought he couldn't get him in the first place. Now That's it's just a, happening willy-nilly. Well, then they remove the filler, and uh-huh. uh, and now he gets him. So I just think it's just like a, a just like a lonely fifty-year-old man who's a hairstylist who's just like, look, I just want to make myself feel younger, yeah. <laughs> you know. And he just thinks that you know, eventually it's they're gonna you know, they're gonna get it right, and they never do. So. But- don't you think that the time to go to a legit doctor is after the woman? So let's say you have it, the, the filler is placed into the penis. And then you're like, this is not right. It hurts. It's painful. Let me go to her recommendation. I don't think so. Like that's when you no. cut ties with this woman well, and you go get it fixed by someone who is a, a, an active professional, I not Dr. Giving, Mark. I think you're giving him way too much credit. My argument is he shouldn't have gone to her in the first place. Correct. Like Correct. you do not. That is ridiculous. <laughs> that to me, like butt injections, I would have, I mean, maybe we could argue butt injections, you know, mm-hmm. but even then I'm like, no, but that like, make sure the first thing goes well. Like, it's like, <laughs> if you hire somebody to paint your, your inside of your house and they accidentally knock out one of your walls, you don't go, all right, paint the outside now. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do the outside and yeah. I hope everything goes well there. Yeah. <laughs> But don't mess up like you did last time. You know? Yeah, that is a good so, point. Stick to the facials, man. Like that should have just been the end of it. I wonder if he did end up going back to her. It's like, ah, you ruined my penis, but you do give good facials. <laughs> you do exfoliate like a son of a bitch. I yeah. need to come back. Yeah. It, well, I mean, there's a lot of faults that could be thrown to both of these people or all three, I guess, since we introduced somebody late into the game. But ultimately his his fault. He should not have made these choices. Yes. Yeah. All right. So the next story is a a woman cut off. Oh, sorry. Woman who cut off husband's penis gets seven years to life in prison. This is actually close to home. This is in Garden Grove, California. Oh, Orange County. Catherine Kyo was... 50 was convicted of torture and aggravated mayhem and includes a sentencing enhancement for the personal attack of a knife. She drugged her estranged husband, cutting off his penis and throwing it into a garbage disposal. Hughes public defender argued that her husband verbally and sexually abused her and demanded sex in ways that pained her. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, that's obviously awful, you know, if that if that's happening. Yeah. The lawyer also said that Kyo had mental health issues stemming from being molested as a child in Vietnam. Ooh, boy, that's not good. Yeah. Kyo was arrested on the night of July 11th, 2011, after she and her 6-year-old husband, whose name has not been released, argue, uh, apparently argued about the possibility of a friend staying at their home. Kyo prepared an ambient lace dinner, causing her husband to become drowsy and go to bed. As he slept, Kyo tied his legs and arms to the corners of the bed with rope. When he awoke, prosecutors said she pulled down his pants, grabbed his penis, and cut it off with a knife. She then went to the kitchen, threw it in the garbage disposal, and turned on the garbage disposal. Prosecutors said, mutilating the organ. (laughs) Which, I just love how they had to make that. beyond repair i think is what they're saying yeah so i wonder part of me is you know i i mean i could have done a a deeper dive but i wonder if maybe 
another person spending the night is like some a woman that he's having an affair with or something. Right. Because that's an interesting detail to fight over. Like that was the breaking point. It, yeah. It's interesting because I do think that there is something to somebody in the heat of the moment doing something rash, like, you know, chopping off a part of your body, of somebody's body. But she thought about this. She no, yeah. laced it with amb- laced ambient in the food and then tied him up so that there was no like fight back. I mean, she was down to business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she thought of, uh, she's been thinking about this. There's been mm-hmm. a plan. Kyo well, called 911 and said her husband was bleeding. The man then spoke to the dispatcher and said his wife had cut off his penis. There's bleeding. Yeah, she leaves out some key details. She's just giving the bare minimum. <laughs> I love, I would love that if we could get the 911, like 911. Hi, my husband is, is bleeding. Oh, he wants to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. he let me pass my... the phone. Yeah, let me put him let... here. Oh, he really wants, okay. He's going to say something. She cut off my penis. <laughs> like I said, light bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've already I've already given him a bandage. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so that's another I mean this is turning for me because now it's a little bit more psychotic that she calls the 911. Yeah. Well, I think look, I think that again, I'm not going to blame the victim. No. But at the same time, if what this woman is saying is true, then he's an a-hole. So he kind yeah. of gets what he deserves. Mhm. But, um, yeah, I, it, it's a crazy situation. These two sound toxic for each other. Like this was yeah. not a, this was not a match made in heaven. Like they, exactly. they should have been separated a long time ago. There, I feel like there are relationships that I have seen that you're like, I think you only know anger. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think it's like you meet people and it's like, you only know how to, how to relate through anger. So you're just together because you both hate each other. Like that's, that's the only reason. <laughs> well, I think people confuse that anger with passion. Like they're like, we're just so passionate. And it's like, well, you just hate each other. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Passion is not your every, your, your entire being makes me sick. You uh-huh. know, like that's not passion. So, yeah. Um, the man was rushed to UC Irvine medical center in orange Emergency surgery to reattach the severed organ was unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. Prosecutor said Kyo, who they said was angry because her husband was dating an ex-girlfriend, screamed, you deserve it, before the attack. She also told police after the arrest that her husband deserved it, so she said it twice. In a statement in the sentencing, at the sentencing, Kyo's husband said, she viciously deprived me of part of my life and identity. He said, I now struggle with what is before me. She has torn off my identity as a man. She has caused doubt in my belief in God. She has betrayed my trust in people. Yeah, I I don't take that away from him. I, I, that is a part of your body that you're missing. And I, I don't think I, I could see where he's coming from for that. A part of his identity. Yeah. Sorry, there, I, apparently there's like a um, band. crime bus. Kyoko's <laughs> in the neighborhood. Yeah, um, yeah, the, but I mean to to link so much of your manhood to an organ is not sad, but I mean there's more to that makes you a human, and if yeah. you want to like identify as a man, than than in a piece of your body, like we see that with you know other yeah. people who yeah. So it's it's sad to link so much to just a member of your <laughs> an appendage, but. Um, I mean, I'm, there is stress. I'm sure like traumatic, that's a traumatic thing to happen to a person, oh, but I'm sure, sure she, and she's dealing with, it sounds like mental psychosis of things that happen there. Yes. You deserve it. You deserve it. Yeah. And, but I do think, I think that you kind of hit on something that I think society makes it that, you know, in a way that men sort of have this, um, you know, their, their one attribute is their penis sort of thing. Mm. And that becomes like their sole identity. And so when you're in, when, when you're looking to hurt somebody, you know, you, you don't, you don't necessarily want to kill them, but you want to just destroy who they are. You cut mm-hmm. off what you view as their one, one thing. Yeah. And so they, they do, they go for the penis. That's right. That could be it. I mean, it could also just be that it's like, you know, it's there just begging to be cut off. So yeah, yeah it is accessible, which yeah. is, the difference for men and women or, you know, if identifying men and women. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's very easy to get to. <laughs> so this one I thought was interesting. Um, this is a a weird one. So it's not normally what we do, but I just thought it was kind of funny. I'm not we're not going to spend too much time on it, but I just thought uh, I thought it was a funny uh, story. So a man who claimed a woman named Brenda cut off his penis has admitted that he mutilated himself. Alan Hall uh, disclosed that his motives for mutilating himself on December uh, were that doctors were unable to reattach the organ. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let me reread it. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Police said they would not disclose. Uh, sorry. At Alan Hall's request, police said that they would not disclose his motive for mutilating himself. Doctors were, it's two sentences. Doctors were unable to reattach the organ. The break in the case came when the 48 year old pipe fitter. He's a pipe fitter. What is a pipe fitter? <laughs> I've never heard that term before. <laughs> I guess, I think it's a dick measure. I'm not sure. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> well, it's very fitting. Pipe measure. Is that a, like the, a smoking pipe? No, I think it's like, you measure pipe. I think it's a plumbing thing. I think oh. it used to be what a, I think it's like a version of a plumber. Wow. I'm so gay that I forgot that like plumbing, like there's things that exist that like make things happen in a house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. I, I went to smoking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he div- So it pipe fitter and Vietnam vet met with detectives to help develop a co- composite sketch of his alleged attacker. During questioning, police said Hall admitted he mutilated himself with a hobby knife. On Friday, a voice stress analyzer confirmed Hall was not truthful and that the woman did not exist. Brenda. Yeah. Okay. So there, that I just thought was hilarious. That A, he, he said that a woman named Brenda. <laughs> yeah. Brenda did it. Um, Who's Brenda? I can't give you any more details than that. Yeah. I wonder how long it took the detectives to question him before he was like, all right, I did it. Like, Yeah, it sounds like it was a quick turnaround. Yeah. Okay, what's Brenda's last name? Okay, oh. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda, uh, me? Yeah, <laughs> It Brenda. was me? Yeah. Hall? Uh, <laughs> or... <laughs> I would just love if he just gave him a composite sketch of himself in a wig. <laughs> yeah, they're like, sir, you're, you're describing yourself. Do you know that? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's strange. But it is. Oh, it was me. Oh, yeah. that's weird. Okay. All right. <laughs> but they don't they don't want to give the press. They're not giving them the reason for why he did this. No. Okay. So he must have given them a reason and maybe it's darker than we want to hear. Maybe <laughs> yeah. they're protecting. Like maybe the cops are like, we need to protect i the... mean i feel like it's almost always drugs that's that's what i feel like it it's almost always drugs yeah well when you're coming up with a name like brenda yeah <laughs> with no no other <laughs> identifying factors no other way of, of figuring it out yeah, yeah exactly all right so fang lung 30 discovered her husband was having an affair so she cut off his manhood with a pair of scissors, then cut it off again once surgeons reattached it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she oh. is now facing jail for arrest, uh, was arrested for grievous bodily harm. I'm sorry. He's, they stayed together after the first one? So. <laughs> what? I don't, yeah. So, okay. <clears throat> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, I guess. <laughs> So, uh, her, sorry, her boyfriend, so her husband or father, baby daddy of five used her phone to send a a text to a younger person. And that's how she found out that he was having an affair. Okay. So he was like, Hey, can I borrow your phone? And she's like, sure. And then she sends like this to this 21 year old, like, I can't wait to like, fuck you or whatever. (laughs) And then, then she was like, what the hell? So she sees it, right? She's on her phone. Yeah. Yeah. 
she grabs a pair of scissors, goes up to their bedroom while he's sleeping. So he sends his text message, goes upstairs and takes a nap, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like, all <laughs> yeah. right, I did my work for the Let day. me fire off this, this text real quick and I'm going to go sleep. Yeah. And cuts off his penis. Hmm. Surgeons were able to reattach it, but Fang snuck into the hospital room and cut it off again before throwing it out of a window. Wow. How high up in the hospital were they? Did it have a, a big splat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny? Imagine walking, like you're you're going to go see your grandma who just like had heart surgery. You're walking through the the sliding doors and a penis just falls right in front of you like as you're entering the hospital hits you in the face (laughs) yeah you're like what is that one time i was walking uh through in downtown la and i was uh i used to work like at uh nordstrom rack i was walking around downtown la and there were these all these office buildings and one of Mm -hmm. them was open and i was talking to my aunt on the phone and a drip of water came and hit my tongue as i was talking Ugh. And it grossed me out so much because I don't know if you have this, but anytime water or when I'm walking and something hits water, hit, I go, that's pee. Like I just automatically <laughs> assume that's pee. I assume it's contaminated. So I'm not, we're, I guess we're not that far off. Yeah. So I'm always just like, ugh. So can you imagine just like talking or something and just a dick, a, like a standalone penis just hits your face? <laughs> I am happy oh that you said God. water because when you were linking it to my example of walking into a hospital, I was like, where is this story going to go? <laughs> Again, I am telling you, I yeah. do not button. I yeah. do not. <laughs> Just a non sequitur. I know. So she. So again, this is an instance of she was hurt and burned so bad that it was thought out for, I mean, at this point, hours. Because I'm imagining a reattachment surgery is not just like a quick, like, we're going to do it real fast. So she had to go to the hospital. I'm surprised that they, she was allowed entrance. Yeah. Wouldn't you think well, that they would report that? She did sneak in. So maybe oh. she, like, figured out a way to get in and, and not, you know. Yeah, he, I mean, not be seen. yeah, wow, that's a, that's double torture. That's terrible. But I don't know what she went through. So, all right, let's see. How dumb is he? Sorry to put a button on this story. How dumb is he to put, to send a text from the person? Like, if you're going to yeah. cheat, be good at it. Exactly. Also, I'm just going to throw this out there that I don't feel like, I don't feel like women just like wake up one day and decide to cut off a man's penis. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like it happens like other crazy stuff has to have to has to have happened and then we get to penis chopping off, you know? <laughs> right. So it's like it's almost like our first story with, with the butt lift. It's like you need to get out of that house before your penis gets cut off. You know, like if yeah. if she's slapping you in the face, it's just it's just a you know it's a short trip to penis being chopped off. Right. Yeah. Read the room and kind of get get the the warning signs before it gets to that. And also, like, don't don't cheat on your girlfriend. But if you're gonna cheat on your girlfriend, don't just take a nap in the day. You know, like using their phone, I would say, like, if I ever cheated on my girlfriend, I would always just sit in an upright position, (laughs) just ready to defend myself (laughs) on the off chance that she found out and started attacking me in my sleep. Yeah. Sleep with your eyes open. Yeah. So that one's the most disturbing that we've had so far. I I have been ranking these as we've been going. Well, that's I. I'm. I said I was just gonna do three, so oh. I'm just gonna do three. Okay. So maybe I'll have you back, and we'll do a, a Patreon episode where we'll go over some more penis cutoff stories. I could so. do this all day. I'm. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm. I'm happy that there is such a pool of these stories to pull from. We should write a book. I mean, there should be a book just purely based off penis cutoff stories. Like, there's so many out, guys. There are too many out there. Like we, if we stopped today, if no more penises were cut off, we would still have too many penis stories. Yeah. What a great coffee table book. Just like dismembering the members. And it's just, you know, just little, little light stories to get you through the day. (laughs) Yeah. Or like a calendar. I honestly feel like, you know how, like you always have that Florida thing. I think we could do that with penis cutoffs. Like you could just put a count, a date and just say like on this day, 1998, Uh so-and-so got his penis cut off. (laughs) Yeah. Did you know that on this day this happened? Yeah. 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 I I mean, they are horrific. It's, it's a terrible thing. And I, I mean, I feel bad laughing for these people, but it's just a, it's a shocking place to go to it's something has to like really be 
in your brain to get you to get to that point. Like what we said, it's, it's like step four in my process. Yeah, if I were exactly. going to hurt somebody. Yeah, exactly. And also it's just like, it's one of those things where it's just such like a, it's like just a, uh, like a, a knife to the, to the penis. It's a, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's such like a, uh, like I, it almost to me, it, fe- I look, I I'm going to say this and I know that women ha- can rape. Okay. I know that I know mm-hmm. this, but it's almost to me like, almost like a, a, a female version of, of rape in a way of like me, when me, men rape women, it kind of takes away something from them. And mm-hmm. I feel like this is like that thing. It's like just cutting off the penis. And that's like, it's that just to me feels like how men react to penis cutting off stories. Like not mostly not gay men. Cause I feel like gay men are mostly like, I'm good. Although there are some gay male penis cutoff stories. I'm just saying Jay. Maybe we get there. Yeah. Okay. I I will watch my back and make sure my boyfriend doesn't hold a knife or scissors too close to me. I would just say get rid of all the scissors just be Kate, just to be safe. Done. Yeah. He is. He's in the corner sharpening them right now. I don't know what's influencing (laughs) that, but I I will pull them away from his hand. (laughs) They got to be sharp. Yeah. They got to be sharp for what I'm planning to do. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah. (laughs) Can I use your phone real quick? And I'm going to take a nap. Just don't look at the text that I sent. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jay. I really appreciate it. So this should come out at the end of this week. Do you have anything you'd like to promote? Uh, you know, I mean, if people aren't already listening to us on the T, I highly suggest that it's a weekly sh- or I guess a, every other week, just chat show where we get to catch up with one another and talk about topics. Nothing as gruesome as this, but um, no. check out the T. That's always a good one on Afterthought Media. And then um, I am doing kind of like character work on this is I'm so old for this platform, but TikTok. Um, where I'm with the writing buddy and we're doing characters called Trip and Sean. So if you do TikTok slash Trip and Sean, you'll find some of our work on there right now. Oh, and cool. uh, we're having fun. Yeah, we, we backlogged a bunch of little sketches that we're releasing every week. And so far, the reception's been pretty good. So find me there. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank well, you. thank you guys so much. Check us out on Patreon. If you would like to support the show, please donate. Any little bit helps. Um, please give a shout out to Maria and Cash. And feel better. Feel better. Yeah, guys. hope they feel better. And-